Welcome to the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions, a leading source for interprofessional collaboration to improve health. Useful insights about publishing in this organization's Journal of Allied Health can be found in a top podcast series featuring episodes narrated by its editor, Dr. Thomas Elwood. Listeners not only will obtain valuable information about transformational developments in the wider world of journal publications, but also views on peer review and reasons why manuscripts either are accepted or rejected. So listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to a series of podcasts based on editorials that were published between 2008 and 2020 in the Journal of Allied Health. These items are a companion piece to a book in both print and ebook formats that is entitled From Fish to Philosopher. The editorials represent an effort to convey how the journal continues to evolve from one quarterly issue to the next by reflecting changing sets of circumstances during that time period. The intended audience consists of prospective authors who consider submitting manuscripts to the Journal of Allied Health. They will have an opportunity to learn about some inner workings of this publication. A second group comprises readers and listeners with a broad interest in the universe of professional periodicals who may benefit by learning more about various topics such as open access, impact factors, gender-related issues, predatory journals, and replicability. Episode 14, Winter 2011 Issue, The Changing Face of Scholarship. Readers who have grown somewhat long in the tooth may recall a time when scholarly pursuits that affected both learners and their instructors were vastly different from what exists today. It was not so long ago that a benighted student who either missed a lecture or who perhaps was fortunate enough to doze off midway through it, could rely on the beneficence of a note-taking classmate to share the intellectual fruits that were dispensed on that occasion. Prior to the availability of copy machines in libraries, the notes had to be transcribed by hand, but the alternative of not having any record of the classroom proceedings was unappealing. Another common activity heretofore experienced was to be assigned an article from a periodical that was placed in the reserve section of the campus library. Oftentimes, the said object of desire was being used by another reader. When that occurred, the only choice was to have one's name added to a list that specified the exact time at which the paper would become available to peruse for one or two hours. If the article was of recent vintage, such as in the latest issue of the journal, some lag time still could be involved. From the date the periodical was printed, mailed, cataloged in the library, and considered worthy of being assigned by a professor, several months could have elapsed. It became the responsibility of students to digest what at first glance might appear to be indigestible, and then be able to play back its essential contents in the form of answering an exam question, or citing them in a paper that had to be submitted as a requirement for passing the course. Instructors were faced with other kinds of impediments. When preparing their own articles, they had to scour the available literature in the campus library to discover useful citations from a wide range of periodicals. If fortunate, perhaps some of these items contained an annual index. Otherwise, they had to thumb through the table of contents volume by volume. Another challenge was to have library personnel request to borrow material found only in another institution's library. 
while resources, such as Index Medicus, were extremely valuable in those days, there still was value in searching for gems that might have missed inclusion in such compendia. Fast forward to the year 2011, and it is easy to see how enormously different is the world of scholarly pursuits. From the perspective of students, while reclining on a sofa, they can download lectures, access journal articles at the click of a keyboard, and direct queries to faculty and fellow students by email and text messages. Similar resources are available to lecturers who have instant access to library acquisitions all over the world, coupled with the capability of instantaneously sharing ideas and seeking opinions from esteemed colleagues. Instead of searching for relevant articles in one's field by combing through printed materials in the campus library, publisher websites such as Springer and subject repositories such as PubMed Central represent significant advancements. The creation of e-textbooks has the potential to exert a positive impact on student engagement and learning outcomes. Old habits might die hard, however, and it may take a while before this form of technology replaces the standard printed textbook to any great extent. Other relevant factors that will affect the adoption rate of this innovation are the ability of impoverished students to afford the electronic devices needed to access ebooks and the existence of an infrastructure that makes it possible to deliver texts across a wide variety of platforms. Other developments affect the world of publishing differently. An example is the impact factor, a citation-based metric for journals. It is calculated by dividing the number of citations received by articles in a journal by the number of articles that appeared in the same publication. As a measure of a journal's influence, it has defects, however, because every article in a particular issue benefits from a high impact score, even though each item is not widely cited. Another measure consists of downloads. Our Journal of Allied Health is one of 16,200 periodicals tracked by the firm Publishing Technology PLC, which provides a means of determining what papers are of interest to browsers. Since the journal has certain kinds of articles that can be downloaded at no cost, while others require a fee payment, the principle of Ceteris Paribus renders it difficult to compare the popularity of one form of download to the other. Lastly, regardless of publishing changes across the decades, it is useful to reflect on the art of communication and what the science of linguistics has to say about it. Some current analyses focus on the correlation between word length and information content, while others consider whether verbs and abstract nouns convey more information than concrete nouns. Such issues have relevance for the quality of ideas expressed in Journal of Allied Health articles and will be discussed in an upcoming editorial. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions at ASAHP.org.